Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, a Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And today we are going to bring you up to date on the free agency moves that the Panthers have made since last time we spoke, uh, in which I think the biggest signing was probably Miles Sanders, so go listen to that one if you haven't already. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we'll kind of talk about what the Panthers need to do over the next couple of days, uh, weeks, whatever. Um, Because there's still some holes to fill. Oh, definitely. I mean, this team was 7-10. and There there was plenty of holes that this team has. Yes. Um, But let's kick it off with the biggest name here. I mean, Adam Thielen signed. Yeah, they filled a major hole with Adam Thielen. Uh, Kind of a big deal. More expensive than I kind of thought, but not, you know, insane. No. It's three years, $25 million, uh, $14 million guaranteed. So, essentially, it's a two-year deal. My yeah. assumption is he came here because the deal was bigger than what he probably was getting offered other way, places. That's yeah, my opinion. He, he was on Pat McAfee, and I haven't watched the interview, but I kind of read a little bit about what he said, and, and apparently he did not think he was going to end up in Carolina when he – first came to visit hmm? so something changed his mind i know that when he spoke with fitterer that's probably a bit of, a bit of it for sure the money but um when he spoke to fitterer he just liked what his role was going to be with the team mm-hmm. um and then i'm sure they ponied up because i don't know that he was getting that deal anywhere else no and Frank Reich has come out and said that, you know, he hasn't lost a step. He can play the outside, the inside. Yeah, I, <laughs> Steve is grimacing right there, and I agree. Yeah. But I'm just saying what Frank Reich said. I'm fine with this just because adding that veteran leadership to this young receiving core, to a young quarterback that will probably be starting, that way he can help them help work out. I mean, Andy Dalton's here for the same reason. <clears throat> really, having having that veteran leadership at those core positions, you know, the, the backup quarterback and the wide receiver, one, at this point, are going to be most important to his growth, right? The rookie mm-hmm. quarterback's growth. And both of these guys are veterans. They've been around the league. They've been in big games. They've won you know, Andy Dalton, he's won a lot of football games. Like, he's not, he hasn't yeah. been bad. Uh, so he's going to be able to kind of show Bryce Young, C.D. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, whoever it is, the ropes and kind of how to be a professional. And that's vastly underrated, I think. Yeah. And one thing you just said that Adam Thielen would be our number one, I'm not sure he will be. I think it's going to be more of a committee, but I think they'll probably bring someone else in. Or I also think Adam Thielen will be a great number two, number three guy that kind of goes underneath right now in this part of his career. I think he would be good for that type of good route running, underneath type of stuff. Yes, you could maybe get him deep occasionally, but I don't think that's where he's really going to get paid for. Yeah, no, I I agree. His long catch last year was 36 yards, so he's not a burner anymore uh i don't know if he was ever really a burner but he had more speed than he has now uh i'm just saying right now as the roster is currently constructed 
I think he's wide receiver one right now. Like when you look at the depth chart, I think he's wide receiver one right now. Will they yeah. bring someone else in? Could they bring in DJ Chark in? Yes. And I hope they do. Yeah. Uh, I, because I, I agree too. with you. I think Adam Thielen as your number two, or even say Terrace Marshall takes a jump and Adam Thielen is your number three. That's mm-hmm. great. Right. Yeah. Or Chenault. One of those <laughs> two, we need really kind of to make a jump. Somebody needs to take a jump. Yeah. Um, but as constructed right now, I think it's Adam Thielen as your one with this roster. I mean, you're not putting Terrace Marshall as your one unless he just looks amazing in preseason and camp and, you know, well, and does take the leap. Or, or the simple fact that his size and speed you put at the number one position, he may not be the best receiver, but he mm. would be out there as the number one if that makes any sense. There's still a lot to figure out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With this roster. <laughs> we're, we're, we're in uh, March, and April's the draft, so there's a lot. But, yes, I agree. And I there's still some quality <clears throat> good receivers out there. I mean, oh, DJ yeah. Shark, supposedly, the Panthers have been trying to negotiate with for a week now, it seems like, since Thielen has been signed. Um, Do you think the McCall- Thielen deal hurts their negotiations with Shark? Because probably he's probably not going to want to take less than Adam Thielen. For a younger, younger, receiver. faster, you know, um, more injured. Mm-hmm. So, I think if you do that with Shark, I think you just you could give Shark the type of contract that he could he could make more money if he hits those incentives, right? But what no agent is gonna want is gonna love that. And, and <clears throat> here's another thing I was thinking is the wide receiver you know, free agency is not really getting a lot of love this year. Like the top, the, some of the topper names have not gone up top names, McCall Hardman, DJ shark, you know, Adam Thielen was just went. Odell. But I th- yeah, I would, I do not want Odell with a rookie quarterback at all. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. But yes, those guys aren't really going. So my thought is maybe fitter is just sitting here saying, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bite and send you this much money. You're too injury prone. You haven't proven it. You wanna take a one, two year prove it deal? Sure. We could do that. But it's not gonna be a lot. And then maybe he's just waiting them out. Yeah, he's either waiting them out or he's waiting for a better offer or he's negotiating mm-hmm. with multiple teams. I mean, something's going on, but <clears throat> Fitter did say that they were working on it. He had a press conference yesterday. Said that they're still trying to get him in here. So uh, that'd be great, honestly. Yeah. I mean, again, he is injury prone. He he has been injured uh, quite a bit in his career so far. But when healthy, he's he's right up there. Uh, yeah. You know, with the you know top 10 talent in the league when healthy, I think. Yeah, I wouldn't say top 10, but I think he could be a good number one if fully Maybe. healthy. Yeah. You think fully healthy, is he on par with... DJ more? No, I I think yeah, I he think, I think maybe he possibly is. could, but I think he is when healthy. But he's but that's the problem. <laughs> uh, he, he's never healthy. That's the problem. Hang on, I'm gonna look up his stats real quick. So he's never played 16 games in a season. Nope. Um, his best season was with Jacksonville 2019. He made the Pro Bowl. Uh, he played four, 15 games, 
73 receptions, 1,008 yards, and 8 touchdowns. So touchdown-wise, he has more in a single season than DJ Moore ever had. Um, he also had a rushing touchdown that season. So, But, again, the next year, 12 games, 4 games, 10 games. Yeah. That's his flaw. So. Yeah. What he really needs is Blake Bortle to throw to him again, to have that 1,000. <laughs> if I, I was still... gotten Blake Bortles as our backup. <laughs> in all honesty, I was like, who threw for 1,000 yards to him? And then I was like, oh, Blake Bortles, that one year they were actually pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Um, so Thielen is here. That's good. Uh, also re-signed as of today, Henry Anderson's back. Defensive end. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard some people oh. say that they think he's gonna be better in the three four than he was in the four three. I don't know, you know for sure if that's the case. I know he wasn't super impactful here. He didn't play a lot. No, uh, was injured. Uh, he actually did play over under. Do you know how many games he played last year? Six. Okay, so you would have gone under. He played eleven games for us last year. And the fact that that surprises both of us, I think, tells you all you need to know about his production on the field. Let me read you his stats. Okay. Uh, he had 18 tackles in 11 games. He had zero sacks. He had zero fumble recoveries. He had zero forced fumbles. Zero interceptions. Uh, one QB hit. Three tackles for loss. Last year, he made $1.1 million on a one-year deal. This is another one-year deal. I'm going to guess it's going to be very similar, if not slightly less. I don't know what the veteran minimum is, but probably that, if yeah. I had to guess. Um, wow. Yeah, uh, 201 snaps last year. <clears throat> That's a lot. That's more than I thought. PFF actually has him rated as 65 overall. His run defense right. is better than his pass rush, obviously. Um, I I I think this guy's gonna uh, Henry Anderson's gonna be the backup slash the guy trying to make the roster at the end of the, end of the day. You know, it, maybe he is better as a three four end instead of the four three end. Yeah, I mean he's you know what six six three hundred, so he's a big dude. Yeah. That's why that's why he's good in run defense. Um But you know, you can always use a good run defender. So mm -hmm. for a, a guy that's probably only gonna be out there a handful of snaps a game, you could do worse. Yeah, and again, we, we don't know the specifics of the contract, but I'm assuming it's not much. It, yeah, it can't I can't imagine it's more than what he got last year. No. Can't Me imagine either. All right, we got one more, Jerry. Yes, uh, Justin McCray, offensive lineman. Uh, I say offensive lineman as he plays both guard and tackle, one of the mm. swing guys. He's been with James Campin multiple times before. He's 30 years old. Bring him on. Depth, good job. I mean, that that's my opinion. It's probably not an expensive contract. You need depth on the offensive line. Campin's familiar with him. Yeah, he... If you have, uh, have a issue with this guy coming on i don't know why again it's i don't know the numbers do you have the numbers no i looked for them i couldn't find them okay um i can't imagine it's a lot no. we need 
depth at that position because we're dealing with Christensen and Corbett major injuries coming into the season. Like there's mm-hmm. going to be playing opportunities for McCray uh, and the other offensive lineman that we brought in. Oh, I can't think of his name last yet, week but... that I can't remember yeah. his name. But um, again, this isn't like a sexy pick pickup. No, but it's probably important in its own way. I mean, it's it's not a bad pickup at all. I'm, I'm again, he's familiar with camping. Uh, he's probably going to be able to. He's uh, versatile. Mm-hmm. So I like it. It's fine yeah. as long I mean, as long as it's not some crazy number, which I can't imagine it is. I'm happy with it. Hey, 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 hey. Matt Rule is gone. We're not offering up tons of money to Pat Elfline. True, true. Yeah, that this guy would have gotten like what a hundred million under Matt Rule. Just kidding. Yeah. Did he you? Oh, I, you mentioned Scott Fitter's uh, interview. Did you kind of mm. hear that slight dig that he threw at Matt Rule about Frank Reich? Uh, no. He uh, he was or talking about it, how how Frank Reich knows what the guys he wants to play. Uh, to bring back, but he actually has a reason, unlike some other mm. coaches. He's kind of said it like that. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I like that. I like that. You know, I was thinking today, I was like, why does this offseason feel so different? Because we've had off-seasons where we brought in, you know, some exciting, like we made trades, we did some exciting things. Yeah. Um, but it feels like there's a plan. It There really does. It's It's... It's surrounding this rookie quarterback who we don't know with viable pieces around him. Even if the receiving core is probably going to be worst 10 in the league. I mean, maybe you trade away DJ Moore. You're going to probably have that. You trade away him. You're still going to have that, but you're going to have veterans around him. You're going to have a quarterback that has been to the playoffs, who's been the guy before. You're going to have a coach who's been the guy before, who's been to the playoffs, who's been to the Super Bowl. You're going to have coaches all around knowing this. Mm-hmm. You know, offensive line is so much better than two years ago. You know, they're they're growing. Yeah. They Their priority, bring back the veteran center who dynamically changed the offensive line last year, Bradley Bozeman. First thing. And who's just a good dude and good in the community. And, you know, I mean, that was important to bring him back for many reasons, not the least of which being his talent on the football field. But, but yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what it is, right? Like, it seems like every move that's been made this offseason wasn't made for, uh, oh, Matt Rule's familiar with this guy. He played for him in mm-hmm. college, right? There's none of that crap. Like, even like Paris Campbell, wide receiver. Uh I think most of us were expecting him to be on the team because he's familiar with Frank Reich because that's what we've been conditioned to believe over the last few years. Yeah. But Frank Reich obviously didn't. I mean, we saw the deal that he got. It was one year, three million. Like, we could have easily given that. But Frank Reich didn't want him, it seems. Yeah. And Frank Reich so, probably was like, you know, he probably wants too much. I don't <clears> think he's worth that. Something like that. I mean... Yeah, uh, Frank Reich is bringing in the guys that he thinks are the right guys to surround his rookie quarterback. Not people he's familiar with, comfortable with, knows, has known for you know 10 years, sat in their living room when he recruited him in college. That doesn't, nobody cares about that. That's, that doesn't matter in the NFL. No. And we finally have a coach, a GM, who has power now. And even an owner, it seems like, and Tepper, 
who's learned from his mistakes, has brought in the right guys, and it's just exciting. It really is, and, and these moves are, again, it's so hard to be cutting backflips over Justin McCray and Henry Anderson's signings right now. Sure. I mean, yeah, Adam Thielen, I feel like, is an overpay, but I think you are, you're overpaying to get that veteran leadership into this team and making sure that that quarterback has a solid receiver out there. Oh, I forgot Hayden Hurts, too, when I was mentioning all the people that he's brought yeah. in and surrounded. Yeah, I mean, a big tight end who's got good hands. Like, how important is that to a rookie quarterback, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, Thielen, like, just to get back to him real quick, you know, you say an overpay, and I tend to agree with you. Uh, you look at his stats, you know, obviously 2017-2018 he had – you know, over 1,200 yards both seasons, um, you know, 15 or so touchdowns between the two seasons. Since then, not as good, you know, 418 yards in an injury field 2019, um, 925 yards in 2020, 14 touchdowns though. Uh, 2021, 726 with 10 touchdowns, and then last year, 716 with six touchdowns. I, you're not going to get the 1,300-yard, nine-touchdown oh. guy anymore. But when you look at the whole package, like you mentioned, with the leadership, with the you know ability to pass on his knowledge to the young guys. We have young receivers on this team. Chenault, TMJ, Shai Smith, they're all young. And they've Two, three all, years in know, league. I mean, DJ Moore was young. Like, DJ mm-hmm. Moore's not a veteran. He's a veteran, but he's not a guy that has gravitas in the locker room like Adam Thielen probably will because he's in his 30s, which is old to these guys, right? Uh, see, I don't know if DJ – I think DJ Moore had a little bit more gravitas than you think. Just the way he carried himself, it was always so professional and so – True, true, 100%. But I don't know, was he a vocal leader? I don't know. I think Adam Thielen mm-hmm. is. Okay, I, I don't know that about Adam Thielen, but I could see that, and I could see where yeah. you're saying DJ Moore may have not been the vocal leader. Yeah, and again, in terms of being a an exam like lead by example type of guy, DJ Moore way up there, right? Just oh yeah, consummate professional. We we've talked about it a thousand times. I just don't know if he had the if he was like the leader in the locker room type of guy. I don't. I just don't know. I haven't read anything that makes me think he was. I don't think he was. He certainly wasn't a bad locker room guy. Uh, but I think Adam Thielen's a little more vocal in the locker room, a little more you know, uh, bringing guys together um, for off season workouts, stuff like that. Again, maybe DJ Moore did that, and I just don't know. But either way, I'm happy to have Thielen here. Um, he doesn't replace CJ Moore by any stretch of the imagination on the field, <laughs> but hopefully, like you said, he can do some of those extra things that makes the contract worth it. Yeah, hundred percent. I know I'm happy with the signing. You've got to give to take, and I love. I really like the off season so far, just surrounding the offensive coordinator. Now, with that being said, I do <laughs> think that maybe bringing in another wide receiver, which we talked about, bringing in mm-hmm. a suitable cornerback besides you know uh jc horn because when jc horn and dante jackson's went down 
CJ <laughs> Henderson looked awful. Keith no. Taylor looked awful. <clears throat> I think bringing in someone else is almost a must, in my opinion. I don't know if you can bank on a rookie coming in to save you. Well, yeah. I mean, we've seen rookie corners be pretty good in the past, but normally they're pretty high picks. Um, not, like, be good immediately is what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have the fifth round corner like uh, Josh Norman become an all pro, but it takes a few years, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I would, you know, Fitterer said that that second pick, you know, pick 39 was going to be best player available. Makes so sense. So it could be a corner. Could be a safety, could be a wide receiver. Probably not going to be an offensive lineman. Probably not going to be. be a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not going to be a quarterback. Um, but you know, we, we're thinking free agency here. But we have a decent amount of draft picks, and it would not surprise me at all if that thirty ninth pick turns into pick fifty one and sixty eight and mm. one hundred three, and you know, and they just do what he did his first year here, trade back a thon and get a ton of guys in here to see what clicks. I don't think we got a ton of great players from that the last time he did it. No, Tommy we'll Trimble, have to go back. TMJ. Yeah, we'll need to go back and look at that. <clears> but uh, either way, good off season so far. Um, anything more exciting happens, we'll be here to talk about it. But I think the majority... Of signings have probably happened. I, I, yeah. I do think there could be a wide receiver. There will probably be another wide receiver. If it's will fun, it be Shark? We'll I, don't know. I was like, if it's fun, we'll probably do a podcast on it. If it's not fun, we'll just be pop it out we'll, with other news. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. But it might not be its own thing. So, all right, Jerry. Well, anything else? No, I mean that's it. I mean, it's <clears throat> is it, free agency is not done. But it's winding down. There's still a few big fish out there, but for the Panthers, you know, we still have some draft or some money left, but I don't think we're giving out a, you know, $65 million contract to anybody. So don't expect that big signing. But a guy like Shark, a guy like Hardman, you know, there are guys out there that can come in and be productive that aren't going to break the bank. And that's what yep. we're looking at now. All right. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at mailmixpodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. My head is not as big as it appears on the screen. I'm just saying. It is bigger. <laughs> Until next time, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding. Wow, <laughs> wow,